Welcome to the Theory of Conspiracy. Don't adjust your headsets. You are listening to three northern lads from the UK discussing mainstream and non-mainstream conspiracy, talking about our own beliefs and challenging each other's. Hello Theocons, Andy here, with some thoughts from the editing suite. Technically I'm uh, outside having a walk, I'm not in the editing suite at all. As you can guess by the title of this episode, it, uh, we might go a bit heavy and talk about some bad people, but I uh, hope we uh, kept it a bit light-hearted, talking about people. Um, although this didn't really come up in the podcast, did make me think back to a film I watched last week uh, called Dark Waters. Obviously there's a lot of good people and a lot of bad people in the world we live in, both recent times and uh, in our history. Uh, but Dark Waters was particularly disturbing, I thought, because uh, if you've not seen it or haven't heard about it, it's basically about a lawyer who pursues a, a chemical company called DuPont, which was basically poisoning US citizens for over 40 years. Uh, but not only that, they've uh, managed to contaminate the whole planet. Um, apparently, 99% of all humans alive today have traces of the chemicals that these guys were basically just pouring out into the environment. Uh, without a care in the world because they were making millions. (laughs) If you think that sounds shocking uh, and appalling, you're absolutely right. So it's definitely not a feel-good movie, but I think it's something, one of those films everyone should watch, basically. And if you are as uh, shocked and appalled as I was after watching it, you can go on to uh, darkwatersfilm.co.uk or you can just Google Dark Waters Take Action and there's a petition on there literally takes 60 seconds to put your name in uh, and sign up to it so one more thing uh, before I restart the podcast is uh, Carlos messaged me uh, earlier to say what a coincidence that we've, uh, we're covering Operation Paperclip because there's a show he watches on Amazon called Hunters and apparently it mentions Operation Paperclip all the time so there you go anyway thanks for indulging me as usual, if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, you want to hear more from us, want to get involved, any suggestions, you know, tell us if you agree with anything we say, if you disagree with anything we say, you know, we'd just love to hear any feedback. You can subscribe, like the podcast, obviously, uh, leave a review, because uh, we'll we'll read all the reviews. Uh, if you want to get in touch on social media, uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And it's at Theoconpod, which is at T H E O C O N P O D. And on Facebook, we're Theory of Conspiracy. Just uh, look out for that big yellow triangle in our logo. So, thanks and uh, enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Nick, and I'm the Truther. Hi, I'm Andy the Skeptic. Hello, I'm Carlos. I believe. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode three called Operation Paperclip. Uh, for those people who don't not sure what Operation Paperclip is, it was basically the US military, US government, 
went into Nazi Germany just when the war was ending in 1945 and taking all their great scientists, scientists, mathematicians and physicists and rocketeers out of the uh, Germany and straight to the uh, United States. Uh, the question is, have we benefited from the Third Reich? And you can, there's many things we could talk about, but the, 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 one, the one area I'm going to talk about is, has the Third Reich enhanced our ability in things like rocketry, science, and mathematics? I personally think we've been enhanced through the, uh, the Third Reich. I'll open up to you two. What's your, what's your opinion on the, um, obviously, Operation Paperclip, and if do you know much about it? I've heard of it. So by enhanced, do you mean... Uh, our our technology and stuff has improved massively. We've not, we've yes, not been, we've not been genetically enhanced or anything like that. Right, I'll just clear back. <laughs> no, not not or DNA wise, but basically things like rocketry. The, the technology used today is all come through um, the Third Reich, all their intel and all their scientists, rocketeers and engineers. Okay, nobody's benefited from the Third Reich. I think yeah, it might have been the foundation of things, but you might you could say that. The same thing for Volkswagen. You know, we're driving about in nicer cars with better gearboxes and engines because of the Third Reich. I don't think so. I think they had their day like everybody else had their day. And, yeah, I mean, people standing on the shoulders of giants, even if they're evil giants. But because they're evil giants, they get less recognition for it. So all their evilness outdoes any you know, any kudos they can get from anything good that come out of anything they invented is as simple as that. It's a bit like that Life of Brian sketch, isn't it? What did the Romans ever do for us? Oh, aqueducts. Oh, yeah, but apart from aqueducts, what did the Romans <laughs> yeah. ever do for us? Um, Yeah, it's one of them things. I mean, obviously, I had heard of Operation Paperclip and, you know, the from what I know, the Nazis of the German army, whatever they were collating all this, all these scientists. And I'm sure a lot of them weren't willingly doing it and would had their families threatened and they were threatened. And I'm sure some were willingly doing it, um, you know, and they worked towards whatever projects. Yeah, and I think given that the, the time on. as well, they would, uh, the choice is either, you know, they didn't have much choice. They either get collected by the Americans and off to America to live in California nice and dandy, or they get collected by the Russians off to Siberia to live somewhere not so dandy. I know which ones I would prefer. Well, there's a, there was two choices. I, sorry, there was the third choice. The other, uh, third choice was Great Britain. What happened is, uh, during the 1945, Vern van Braun started, he handpicked about 150 of them, and they had to say, which side are we going to surrender to? Like you just said, a lot of them said, you know what, I prefer the Western world. Some said, you know what, forget the Western world, I'll turn to a communist state. Um, the so yeah, there was about three choices. United Kingdom did take some. They took about fifty, sixty. But rumor has it that American have quoted sixteen hundred scientists. But there's I've read about three or four books. Operation Paperclip is one of them. There's anything between tens of thousands of uh, Nazi um, scientists were taken over. But that's just hearsay. But allegedly sixteen hundred. Some of these were the, some of the most evilest people to walk the face of this planet. Like Werner von Braun, who was the head of the uh, rocketry and helped, he was the one who built the Saturn V rocket. He used to hang 
five the five five worst performing workers outside his factory. So if you were the bottom five work, uh, worst workers, you were hung to to say, listen, you have to pull your finger out and work for me, otherwise. And but America knew all this and they forgave him because obviously he knew he would enhance their rocket program. And NASA didn't exist, but we'll talk about that later on. But NASA didn't exist. He was the one who put, obviously, Neil Armstrong on the moon. That just shows the Third Reich have enhanced our world. Love it or hate it, they have. They've took they've took it to another level. You could say that about any war, though, couldn't you? Um, you Not know, so much on World War like Two. World War Two was the pinnacle. Uh, the all wars of, of obviously people do uh, divide and conquer. Genghis Khan famously, when he used to, I think Genghis Khan was responsible for killing 50 to 60 million people. Genghis Khan used to, when he used to take over in Asia and approach these warlords, he goes, you know what? This warlord is a brutal killer. He used to go to him, listen, continue doing what you're doing, but kill in my name. So people do, and they go, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously we'll turn to the Mongols. So that's what America did. America just said, listen, Continue doing what you do, but do it in our name, do it in our, our, our identi- identity. What I read is they, yes, they were using um, laborers from local concentration camps, and yep. uh, apparently up to 20,000 20, people died working for them. But I did, I couldn't find anything about him being responsible for hanging people outside his factory and stuff. Yeah, it's documented. Five, he used to, the five worst worst performing workers hanged outside his factory to to show he was a member of the SS. He was a he was a hardcore Nazi. He was one of Adolf Hitler's top men. And this is a scary thing about it. Vern von Braun had the ear of seven American presidents. Seven. He influenced seven American presidents. So this this guy is not a nobody. This guy. That's what I say. Did the Third Reich enhance? If you've got the ear of Adolf Hitler and you've got the ear of seven American presidents, you have influence on where, on which direction the world is going. You have, you have you're, you're, you're actually advising. The, or at the time, Adolf Hitler was the strongest, most powerful man in the world. And when, when you become the president of the United States, you are technically the most powerful man in the world. He influenced eight of the most powerful men in the world. Men in the world, I should say. Nick mentioned Volkswagen. Yeah, correct. Uh, it was uh, Ferdinand Porsche designed the Porsche. Hugo Boss designed the uh, the car. Adolf Dazzler, Adi Dazzler, created Adidas. His brother, and also Nazi, Rudolf Dazzler, created Puma. And it just shows it's just so all these people, and it's like it's like a, we are living. The, these people have enhanced our world, right or wrong. See, it, it goes back to your question. Well, I don't think you've posed it yet. But the uh, yeah, these anybody that I don't trust these people, man, and they all benefited or they all knew they'd benefit from taking these scientists on board, and they did it out of greed and their evil that is man. Why wasn't he tried for war crimes then? Why surely if he's uh, if he's was that well known an SS officer, why wasn't he tried for war crimes? Well, they said if he was still alive today, he would be tried for war crimes. He would, but the uh, I think there was only one officer in the uh, in the Operation Paperclip out of the sixteen hundred was was actually outed as a Nazi, and guess where he ran to? It, um, uh, he ran off to um, Argentina. Argentina, Argentina, yes. And I think his name was Otto Ambrose. Otto Bramber. He was the one who created the vaccine. Uh, 
if, I don't know if you've heard the name um, Joseph Mengler. Joseph Mengler was a he used to he was like a, a kindergarten teacher compared to this guy. And Americans took him out of the the docks, the Nuremberg docks, and took him to America. A part of Operation Paperclip. Is that says it all for me. I mean, as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, the Americans financed all sides of the Second World War. You know, and they they made a hell of a lot of money over it. But he would help us in the in the vaccine department. The evil that men do, they are also capable of some good. But I guess, again, for these people, his driver creating that vaccine was probably greed rather than fucking humanity. Uh, curiosity, I think, probably curiosity. It's like, yeah, why do you put your thing, why do you put your fingers in it? Because it's like you as a kid, and that's it. We are we're all born scientists. Why do you put your fingers in holes? Why do you put your tongue on an ice bucket or something like that? Just, we're inquisitive. We're all inquisitive. You no, know, it's, it's an interesting subject. It's obviously it's a crate. It's one of the things I can, you can imagine. I can go on for hours. But do you know the scary thing about this? This was only come to about the Operation Paperclip in the late eighties. Early early nineties by a lady, a lady called Linda Hunt, who obviously did a free Freedom of Information Act, and guess you know how much the the American government charged her to get that information, a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for ink, ink. I was in school when I come across it because uh, I, I come across this. I don't know what you call it now, but you know when you run newspapers under like in the machine, and you start you, you use a magnifying glass. What's it called? Sorry. A microfiche. Microfiche, that's it. So my school teacher said, Carlos, you'll be interested in the subject. That's at the age of 12, 13 years old. People already thought I had an idea for this, and they were passing all this information to me. And that's how I came across it. A lady called Linda Hunt exposed it all. And so shout out to Linda Hunt. Thank you for exposing this. I don't know if she's alive or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> the next subject, obviously, the next uh, criteria of this subject is are we easy to forgive our past if it benefits us as a company or a country? So what I'm trying to say is, uh, it sort of it follows on from the first criteria: is are we willing to forgive or turn a blind eye to people's evil no. past if it if no. it makes if it makes us better people? What, Nick, you, I know no. you're jumping in there by saying no, but why? Because it, it's history says that people are willing right, wait. to forgive. Okay, let me tell you what would happen if when they'd stole these Nazis. To live in California in luxury, if they had told the people, "Oh look, we've stole all these war criminals and they're living in California in luxury," because in the years to come we're going to benefit from them, the people would have said, "No chance, no chance." Please return these people to the dock, but they don't give the people a choice. So the only people that agreed that they would, you know, that it was a good thing and they benefit from it are the, you know, probably the American war the industrial complex from. machine. Yeah. All of them and the people that knew about it, the secret people that knew about it, not us and not the people. If they if they told the people this, the people would have said no. Let's take a chance on the next guy that comes along that's not murdered innocent people and done crazy, you know, megalomaniac stuff like that. Yeah, the just the people involved in the Joint Intelligence Agency. Well, that that's who they say, but ultimately the people that benefit from it would have been these the American war complex. Yeah. I, I, I agree. They would, I I agree. They would have hidden it to, to get... Mm. To, it would have been, right, before we do anything about these guys, let's get the knowledge from them. And then as they're getting the knowledge from them, they're going, oh, actually, we've got a project over here where 
the knowledge isn't enough. We need them to continue working on it. So they're going to keep the gob shut. But I'm sure, you know, decades afterwards, loads of them were. I don't, you know, there's, there's stories and films and stuff, you know, based on this sort of stuff where they're, they're tracked down and and years later they're, um, you know, tried for their crimes and everything because it comes out that, you know, what they did when they were. Yeah, but those are ones that are in hiding. These ones are well known. They've been given new names. Yes, that's correct. No, 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 they've not been given new names. They've been pardoned. That's the difference. That's they've been pardoned. What you've just mentioned, Andy, is correct. Is that these people have come over and say, my name used to be Victor Schauberger, but now it's John Smith today. But it's the ones like Werner von Braun. Everybody knew Vernon Braun was an SS soldier. He had the ear of Adolf Hitler. But because he was in his subject, he was the king. He was like the pinnacle. He was the quintessential rocketeer. So America says, I know what you've done. It's been pardoned, but come and come over to us and forget the past. He was never tried. Would you, okay, open question to both of you. You've got a company. You've got a guy who's, you know, his reputation is, is the best at his job. But you know what? He's done some pretty horrible things in his life. Is he sorry? Uh, no, because they're, they're not sorry. There's no forgiveness. If there's not repent, there's you know, if he's not going to repent and say sorry, like I'm on about Von Braun as well as this guy you're on about now, if they're not going to apologize for their crimes, you know, and at least offer that across to the victims, then there is no forgiveness. There's that's the end of the story. Forgiveness begins after that. I don't think I don't think it's comparable to the same situation. It's you're saying, okay, you know about this guy. Are you going to employ him or not? I don't think it's. I don't think it's as easy as that. Yeah, they brought von Braun over, right? And as far as I know, I've just got your word that he did all these evil things because I looked at his biography and stuff, and Operation Paperclip and some and some other websites, and I couldn't really find anything on him. In fact, I found that one thing was he was actually arrested by the Gestapo because he, because of the way he was speaking about what was going on in the war, you know? So he was almost arrested by the, the his own people he was working for because he was being a bit too outspoken and not, not agreeing with what was going on. Because you didn't know till nine, the late 1980s, early 90s, when Linda Hunt published it. You didn't know. You didn't know. You just thought he was the good Germans. So America portrayed him as the good. These were the good Germans who got out. These were the good Germans. It's like you saying, oh, let's employ Jimmy Savile because he will help us get more charity money in. You know what? For me, it, it goes back to there's no such thing as free will. You, you you don't have a choice. So here you've got a great mind that was unfortunate enough to be born within the gripping distance of the Nazi power base. And he, he had no choice. He whether he supported it or not, you know what I mean? You kind of, it's a mob mentality is the way psychology worked in that sense. But he didn't have much choice, did he? It was either do or die in some respect. Some people went at it a bit harder than others. But you look at the people who are not venerated, like the people that have invented the atomic bomb, you know, that, that went on to kill hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, they are no lesser guilty of heinous crimes than Von Braun was because of where they were born and because of who was utilising their, you know, uh, abilities. So, while it's, you know, it's right to hate everything about that, they did evil things, that 
you know, group of people that did evil things, but there's plenty of other groups of people that have done evil things before them, and there's even more groups of people doing more evil things now, even today. So, yep. yeah, it's uh, yeah, he was a bad man. If he said sorry, then I'd be happy to to that he had uh, thought better of some of the things that resulted out of his actions, but at the same time. I'm sure deep down he thought he was trying to do a good thing. Ultimately, I've probably le- read probably about 200 plus books on the Third Reich, World War Two, since the age of 12 to now, and I still uh, obviously have I read every book. No, there's probably a million books out there, but I still the people who have who have sort of been interviewed and all that, I don't see any remorse. So the, uh, the next subject would be. Are we already living in a forthright world? And I'll, and I'll elaborate. Forthright world could be uh, Adidas, Puma, Hugo Boss, Porsche, Volkswagen, NASA. All these companies that surround us, they've enhanced our worlds. Uh, is this the forthright? Not the, people just assume the forthright is everybody goose-stepping around Manchester or around London or around Berlin or around Buenos Aires or New York or basically just doing Nazi salutes, or just literally uh, everybody talking, talking German. So maybe, is, is this the, or are we living in a fourth Reich, but the fourth Reich in a different concept, through technology, through clothes, the way we talk, the way we, uh, the way we eat, the way we drive our cars? Is that a fourth, could that be a fourth Reich? I, I don't think that. I mean, Reich just means like realm or empire. Correct. So, I mean, you, I mean, you, you told me yourself. You know, the first one was the 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 Roman Holy Empire, Ro- Holy Roman Empire, from eighteen yeah. eight hundred AD to eighteen hundred. I'm not sure what the second was. And then it was the, the from eighteen eighteen ninety to nineteen eighteen. I think it was. Right, and, and then, then the third Reich was nineteen thirty three to nineteen forty four, nineteen forty five. Should say. Okay, so the Germans were two of them Reichs. Correct. You could argue that the EU is a Reich because it's consolidated, you know, it's consolidated all these countries. You know, America could be a Reich. Yeah, business, today's business is a fourth Reich. Yeah, everything's, you know, look at the, where all the money's gone now. The money's gone up. None of it's coming back. Nobody's benefiting from this. They say our lives are going to get better with all these technologies. I don't see it. They're just making us work harder. <laughs> But don't you find that if you if, I, if you turn around and says your kid was a, a brilliant mathematician, a great physicist, a great scientist, where do you send your children? The pioneer of any company in the world, NASA. NASA was set up by the Third Reich. It was set up by Nazis. All the top directors and top people were all Nazis. So we ins- we inspire to work for a, like the Nazis. We aspire to be Nazis. I don't mean literally Nazis. But the company, the company they helped build, was set up by Nazis. Well, you could equally say it was set up by men, and maybe there was a few women there as well, and maybe one of them used to be a dentist. W- w- women came later, but the, the pioneers, the guy, the guy who built the Saturn V rocket was Vern von Braun. You have to do is take the, the American flag off, uh, so take the swatch sticker off, put the American flag on, and you've got a V two rocket, but it's called the Saturn V. The, these are all the directors were all literally Nazis. Yeah, but I'm sure some of them were Leos, some of them were Capricorns. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can draw your, <laughs> you can draw your uh, distinction where you want. 
Uh, were they practicing Nazis? Were they were they persecuting Jews and planning global domination? I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen much of a result of that, unless it's actually what's going on now. You know that they've managed to achieve it through this global domination of business and uh, the markets and shares and capitalism. Maybe that was their plan all along. And if it was, they're doing. You know, they've pulled it off. They're winning. But otherwise, you know, what did they go on to do? They've gone on to send a few guys to the moon. And uh, what else? I don't know. Have we got digital watches? Quantum mechanics as a result of, did they have anything to do with quantum mechanics? Maybe, possibly, yeah. Why not? Happy to believe that. And ultimately, yeah, we've benefited from from that. radar. It's no longer the Third Reich. It's no longer Nazis. It's no longer German. It's American... It's, you know, it's it's none of these things anymore. It's moved on from there. So, yeah, they may have had a shared history and involvement in that. But once they've moved over there, within a few years, their allegiance, some of them, most of them, some of them, their allegiances would have dumbed down a little bit and they'll be focusing on the job at hand, which they did, obviously, considering that was 1945 and it wasn't until 1969 or whatever that they put a man on the moon. You know, they were pretty busy for those fucking 30 years. Yeah, they were building rockets because it was like, I think yeah, it was exactly. Nazi so they, let's forget, let's forgive them. Let's hope they were repentant and let's forgive them for their Nazi connections. And let's say that what the Americans did was get a lot of formerly evil, now nice, minds together <laughs> to benefit mankind. And I would be happier to look at it like that than rather to think that Jesus Christ, they're still at it. Well, that's what that's the thing is that's probably they want, that's not the way they want you to think because it's obviously. They've changed. They've made you think that way because you'd be a perfect PR person for him. That's it. Because the way you said they were bad, now they've repent, now they're doing good. I bet you think I wish everybody thought like Nick does. But the I, I am actually seeing they were evil and they were still evil. But we've benefited yeah, but what, from what them. more and evil did they do after then? Give me an example of what more evil they did after 1945. Okay, Werner von Braun um, famously said. Um, they were asking him how to, how they uh, how to control the people, how to control the governments, and how to go. He says, firstly, terror. You can, you control the gov- you control the people with terror. Climate change, and alien invasion. And Kissinger sort of echoed his thoughts. He says, control the water, you control the people. Control the oil, you control the governments. So, Werner von Braun, the 1950s, says, terror, climate change, alien invasion. We've had two out of three. I'm not saying that this is the 1950s, because with how do you control? So, he, that's what I'm just saying to you. Are we living in a fourth right? How do you know we've not had three out of three, Carlos? How do you know? Well, uh, That could be I, the I, subject I of our next podcast. That's the, as of the second, the world will say we've had two of them. Obviously, I have no physical evidence we've been invaded by aliens. But like I said, that's a different conversation. But that's what Verne von Braun said in the 1950s. And Kissinger echoed him. Going back to my question then, for me to feel that I benefited from this Third Reich in some way, I would need to see something evidence of something he's done that's more evil after he was taken away from the Third Reich. And I, have you got any other than he said a couple of bad things but i mean to me they're just observations you know anybody could come up with yeah that. but it, it, it but it's like it's like it's like uh, al capone al capone killed many people but they did him on they did him on tax evasion 
I mean, so it's, it, that's the thing is that you never, these people, you're never going to fi- find a smoking gun with these people. Never. They'll, they'll orchestrate it. It's like people, how many, how many people have, uh, the, you, how many people have the US presidents killed? Zero. But they've ordered the deaths of millions. So on to the next and the final subjects. Um, because it goes back to what you're saying. That it's, it's a great segue again. It's like, it's like you're reading my thoughts. It's like Carl Jung famously said, if you don't know what someone's doing, look at their outcome. You just says, tell me what, what they've done to, um, done, what, have they done anything bad since after 1945? Sometimes you may think they're doing something bad, but they have a different outcome. And that's where, what do you think? Is it a, are they creating a smoke screen? There's no doubt in my mind, right, that these, these crazy people benefiting from this kind of evil, Americans again, the same kind <laughs> of people that, talk, that told Saddam Hussein it was a good idea to invade Kuwait, right? I'm no doubt that Hitler had similar people telling him it was a good idea to invade Poland. And those same people benefited massively from both of those, not the same people as in person, but same institutions and benefited massively from both of those campaigns. It's the evil that men do. I, I I agree with Nick on quite a few of those points. I'm struggling to see once the war ended what evil they what evil they continue to do. Um, I, you know, I, you would have to spend years looking into every single one of these names and and getting these names. I don't even agree with the fact that um, NASA was set is was a Nazi company set up by Nazis because. 100%. No, they're, they're, they're main, they're main people were Nazis. That's a bit different to what you said earlier. So, a hundred percent, the money for NASA was American, right? A hundred percent, did they have some rocket uh, expertise on the team? Yes, they did. And because they know the most about the rockets, did they propel up the chain and become directors and blah blah blah? Yes, they did. But you, you got to remember that the, the NASA was not there to make money out of doing what it was doing. NASA is there for exploratory science scientific reasons. And, you know, and then in the in the in the sixties they were challenged by the president, we're gonna get to the moon, we're gonna get to the moon. And it was and, and the whole space race thing. That's got nothing to do with any sort of Nazi agenda Fourth Reich, Third Reich, Fifth Reich, whatever, as far as I can see. It's just not connected. It just so happens that some of those experts they used, might they might have been willingly Nazis and Nazi sympathisers and agreed with what was happening. They might not have when they were working, and they were working under duress in fear of the families getting tortured and killed, themselves getting tortured and killed, and that's why they were in that situation. And without looking at every single one of those names, which I wouldn't even know where to start, yeah, I can't jump to conclusions and stuff like that. And and yeah, I the, think you're the, the only the, one the, here that thinks that we have benefited <laughs> from the fucking Nazis, Carlos. I think both and Andy are in agreement that yeah, <laughs> evil that men do. They went on to done something that wasn't so evil, and well. Let's yeah, focus on that yeah. rather than the negatives. Okay. Let me let me let me answer that question from both of you. Maybe that this outcome was to uh, 
give the world some technology and then we buy into that technology. That is the fourth Reich. I'm just, I'm just, this is, this what's, is not my what's so thought. bad. What's so bad about technology? No, no, it's just because they, and no technology is brilliant. I love technology, but it's where it's come from. It's where it's come from. That it could be bad. I think we're just benefiting from the progress of man. In fact, I don't think we're benefiting at all. I think we're in the decline of civilization, and this technology is helping that along the way. It's been an interesting podcast. I've, I've enjoyed this podcast. Stick around for some bloopers and sound bites taken out of context that didn't make the edit for this episode, and don't forget to like and subscribe. What do you mean plugged in? Hello? Is there anybody out there? Hello? Hello? Is there anybody out there? This will cut down to about 3 minutes 20. I've probably read probably about 200 plus books on the Third Reich. Maybe I'm thinking of the Vampire Hunter Lincoln. I'm sure all those Nazis on the other side of the moon can all see the future, Nick. I'll give more credit to the dinosaurs than I'll give to the Third Reich. I look like some kind of weirdo stood next to the wall. <laughs> Millie, what do you say about that? That's what I thought. Sponsored by Disney. Sponsored by Disney, all that. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I might listen to this one. Let me talk! God damn it.